The time has finally arrived. Welcome to episode 31 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie and I'll be your podcast host for this very special emo edition. Uh, Something I've been wanting to put together for a while and waiting for the right guest to join us. That guest is Jeff Rickley from Thursday. The band are about to return to Australia for a tour and we're going to talk all about that plus go into detail about what it's like being pioneers for the emo scene. And there are plenty of emo tracks on the way to get you back into that state of mind where your mascara starts running and you've got all those different colours throughout your hair, including the likes of Hawthorne Heights, The Used, Simple Plan, Breaking Benjamin, and stack loads more. But it's time to kick it off with the band that defined the emo genre and created a mass army of emo fans all over the world. This is My Chemical Romance on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Against the wall. 
sound up against the wall and not too long ago they came to Australia and played their two iconic albums The Self-Titled and In Love and Death back to back over two nights. Now a band who did this recently in Melbourne and are still making their way across the country was Say Anything who brought their in defence of the genre 10th anniversary tour to Australia where they play that album Is A Boy Real and Self-Titled as well for emo fans who have been holding out for this tour to reach Australian shores. We sent along our resident hipster and former emo boy Todd Gingell in Melbourne who absolutely loved the show and penned a review with a gallery, which we'll post online at wallofsoundau.com very soon. Until then, let's get on the Say Anything classic, Baby Girl, I'm a Blur, on Wall of Sound, up against the wall. Baby girl, I'm a blur. I spoiled, stunted, sick 
from the beautiful monument and this is wall of sound up against the wall 
sound up against the wall. Hard days made me, hard nights shake me, I don't know that somehow save me, and I know I'm making something out of this life they call nothing. I take what I want, take what I need, they say it's wrong but it's right for me, I won't look down, won't say I'm sorry, I know that only God can judge me. And if I make it through today, will tomorrow be the 
Good Charlotte on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Now a lot of emo pop punk fans were kind of split down the middle when it came to Good Charlotte being an emo band and being classed into that category. But constantly writing songs about how their dad left them and didn't love them put them more into the emo side and hence why that song got played. Don't forget to check them out when they return to the country for the Download Festival in Melbourne later on this month and the two sideshows in Sydney and Brisbane. Talking about Brisbane, there's an upcoming band which you need to check out called Stateside. They recently just did a tour and from all accounts did fantastic stuff up the east coast. The band is called Stateside and this is their track Neon on Wall of Sound up against the wall.
Wall of Sound up against the wall with Brownie. sound up against the wall. 
don't want to call them one-hit wonders, but that's probably the best song they released. The Rasmus on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Let's get into this guy. Hey, this is Justin Thursday on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Back in the day, emo fans were crying and now they're crying for a completely different reason because Thursday are back and they are coming to Australia very soon. Right now, we've got Jeff from the band online. Mate, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Very good. Mate, thinking back 20 years ago, you and the band were pioneers for the emo post-hardcore phase. Like, do you feel a sense of pride when you think back and know that you guys started all these other bands coming out? Oh, it's a trip, man. I just think about, you know, the times in the basements when we were playing a 510, and they were like, yeah, whatever, like, this isn't heavy, this isn't hardcore, this isn't, you know, all the things that we weren't, you know, and so, like, the idea that now we're recognized as pioneers, it's like, well, you only get to be pioneers if people throw stuff at you for long enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> and look, you know, all those times when you grew up and had fits and tantrums in front of your parents, you finally figured out a way to monetize it. Well done. <laughs> Indeed. Now, growing up or, you know, 20 years ago, even to this day now, do you listen to a lot of the bands in those genres or would that be something along the lines of musician masturbation? <laughs> no, I listen to a lot of um, stuff that, like, is weirdly influenced by us. You know, like when, when I first heard Death Heaven, the black metal band, and, you know, that I can get into because it's nothing like us. But when I hear a band that sounds just like us, I'm like, what's the point? And look, how is that? Because, you know, for yourself, all these bands came through after you, you know, off the top of my head, Story of the Year, The Years, My Chemical Romance, to listen to them and see what they did with their careers. And then now you've got all these other bands coming out who just sound exactly the same. Is that sort of the same idea you get that I do? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's different all around the world, but in different, you know, places I can hear like, oh, that's like a clone of this band. That's a clone of this band. I remember when that band was doing this, you know, it's like hearing the same stuff over and over again. I literally, when I hear it, I don't hear it. It's like somebody turning on white noise in the background. Like, I'm just like, oh, I know that song already. I don't need to listen to that. Uh, so, yeah, over the years, you kind of get immune to it all. All right, well, let's take a look back at our emo phase right now and get on Cross Out the Eyes. Are uh, you cool to hang around for a bit more, Jeff? Yes, for sure.
Cross out the eyes Thursday on Wall of Sound up against the wall. The band coming to Australia very soon alongside Quicksand. Mate, let's chat reunions right now. Uh, obviously, Jeff and the band joining me. How did you guys, you know, come about deciding to get back together again after so long? Uh, it was something that I actually didn't see coming. We had a text chat, you know, we had like a group thread where we were kind of like, we we're trying to become friends again because, we, you know, when we stopped playing it, it was a very volatile situation. We weren't really talking very much or anything like that. Nobody wanted to be in the room together. And then, you know, after not having to be around each other, suddenly it didn't seem like such a big deal anymore. So it was like, oh, we can, you know, shoot the shit. We can maybe get together, have a drink or do something stupid like that. And then, you know, after being friends for, for a little while again, somebody was like, I should get in a room and play, like just for old time's sake. And you know how that goes. Suddenly you're like, I bet we could play a show. And then you're like telling the booking agent, like, yeah, why don't you ask somebody if they want us to play? You know, then it all starts up again. <laughs> and then look, the rest is history. You, you've gone on a couple of tours, which then turned into a gigantic world tour. And now you're coming back to Australia. Is the momentum going to keep going after this? Or is this just literally uh, let's keep playing and see how long we last kind of thing? Well, this is the 20th year of the band. And I always, you know, I like things that have like beginnings and ends. So I'm not saying, like, this is the end of the band, but, like, I do like the idea of keeping it short and sweet or having, like, oh, it was 20 years and that was a good run and, like, you know, something like that. Like, you know, I'm not I'm not really sure yet, but I'd like to do some really special things this year. And, you know, having Quicksand open for us, which is one of the bands that I grew up on that influenced me more than anything. Like, that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. Like, I really want to do some stuff like that. And that's, like, a good 20th year. It's a good way to rap if we want to rap, you know. Um, unfortunately, if I remember correctly, the last time that you guys toured Australia, you broke up shortly after. Was it something that we did, or was it just something just you got to the point where you're like, nah, we can't do it anymore? <laughs> well, basically, we were like, nothing could be better than Australia, so what's the point? Why even bother? All right, so with the reactions you're seeing so far with all the shows and all the fans coming back out of the woodworks again, is that enough evidence for you guys to maybe write some new material, whether it be a song, whether it be an album, or something like that? We have no plans for it so far, but, uh, you know, I, I've learned to, that every time I say no, that I have to end up doing it. So, uh, so I'm just not going to say anything right now. All right. Well, we'll wait with bated breath and see if anything comes out. Um, yourself and everything that you've done in the past, you are quite political. And having a look at the current state of politics around the world, if you were to pen anything, would it be for your other band, United Nations, more so than Thursday? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I think, like, right now, the thing that I've enjoyed about doing Thursday is the thing that seems most under attack is uh, is sort of, like, the idea of any kind of truth. Whatever you believe, that's the truth for you. There's just truth for you. There's no real truth. And, like, the thing that I like about Thursday is, like, you know, let's look out for each other. Let's try and find an understanding together. Let's not shout at each other. You know, United Nations is, like, a bit chaotic, and the world is already so chaotic right now that to me Thursday was like, you know, that was a good antidote to it. You know, you don't fight fire with fires. That's that's kind of the way that I was looking at it. All right. Well, um, I could chuck on any song here that I want, but let's find out from you. If there's a song that you think uh, best represents Thursday or a song that you think brings back all these memories from playing in the band, what should we get on for yourself and the fans? Mm, it's a good question. I would say probably um, Autobiography of a Nation is one of my favorites. This is Wall of Sound up against the wall.
Thursday on Wall of Sound up against the wall. The tour kicks off on March 7 in Sydney. Joined by Quicksand and joined right now by Jeff Rickley from the band. Mate, got a couple of fan questions to get through before we move on. Are you cool if we do this? Absolutely. All right, Howie wants to know, uh, have you taken any karate lessons to prevent more robberies? <laughs> well, I took like 10 years of karate when I was younger, so I'm not sure it's going to prevent anything <laughs> at this point. Although I will say that, you know, I'm hoping that it'll keep my eyes open at least to, to watch out for anybody coming for me. Has it made you think twice about going out in public or walking around at shows or near shows on your own? Not really. I'm not the type of person who learns from my mistakes. Well, that's a good thing that you're you're still here after all this time, so that's a good start. Yeah. Caden wants to know, uh, with your split from Farmer Bro Guy, whatever his name was, does that hinder any of the bands on the roster at Collect Records? I'm sure it did, yeah. I'm sure it, it, it affected uh, a lot of them negatively, and it's something that, you know, it breaks my heart. Like, I feel very lucky that I wrote contracts for all of them. I had a contract clause that said, if you're ever unhappy with anything... You can take the money, you can take the record, and you can leave. Because I, I, I've known what it's like to be on a label that doesn't have your back. You know, and I wanted bands to feel free. I wanted them to want to be there and not have to be there. So it was a good thing that when it happened and when we split with uh, with Martin, that, that the bands were able to go on their way. But that being said, you know, when a band's are when a record's already out and the band's on tour for it, and all of a sudden they no longer have a record label, yeah, it can be very damaging. And um, you know, that's that's just a major regret of mine. You know, I think I, I ask myself all the time, like, should I have known better? Could I have seen it coming? You know, and it changes. Like, I think I, I did my best to be good to a lot of uh, artists and musicians. But, uh, yeah, sometimes I wonder, like, maybe I should have known that anything too good to be true is too good to be true, you know? Look, it's one of those situations you learn from your mistakes. I am a firm believer in, you know, there are no mistakes in life, I guess you could say, just lessons learned. And this is a, a pure example of what you've done and what you've learned over the years to help those bands who are now under your reign. So having that clause in the contract, I didn't know about that. That's, that's fucking amazing, man. Well done. Yeah, thanks. It was one of the things that later on I was like, well, that was the one mistake I didn't make, thank God. You know what I mean? At least I gave them an out. And, like, I'm glad I did that. But, you know, that being said, yeah, it's I, I try and help those bands when I can now because, like, I think I'll always feel an affinity for them that we went through a really hard thing together and we had to learn a really hard lesson together. So it's like, you know, if I can help those bands out, I do. You know, I take an extra five minutes. I take an extra phone call. I, you know, put them on a tour. I get them an interview or, you know, whatever I can do, I try. And look, you're doing a great job so far. Don't stop. Now, when it comes to the tour, what can we expect set list-wise? Um, we're still trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do, but I would expect a record. Um, I would expect something special and old from the sort of what I would call the golden era, you know, the, the full collapse for all the time era. I think it's going to be really good. All right, well, we are counting down the days until it finally kicks off. Sydney on the 7th. Uh, get your tickets right now through Live Nation. Jeff, thank you so much for the chat, man. Yeah, thank you, man. That was a pleasure.
wall of sound up against the wall with Brownie. Sound up against the wall.
You're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. I try to see but I'm blinded by the white light I can't remember how, I can't remember why I'm lying here tonight And I can't stand the pain And I can't make it go Try to make a sound, but no one hears me. I'm slipping off the edge, I'm hanging by a thread. I wanna start this over again. So I try to hold on to a time when nothing mattered and I can't. seems to be a running theme with great emo songs, you just need to have a piano in them. That simple plan's untitled on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. And not too long ago, I launched the Two Songs That Change Me segment for this podcast. This is your chance to send me your songs, Two Songs That Change Your Life, or made you appreciate a band more, or a certain genre in this case. Get them into us at Wall of Sound AU on social media. Just send us a message on Facebook, I'll get in touch with you, and get your songs on. This week is Caden. He's one of our resident writers here at Wall of Sound. And to be honest, 
honest with you, he is the best emo kid I've ever had the chance to come across. To this day, he still appreciates this next song we're gonna get on, which was one of the very first rock songs he heard and has stuck with him ever since. It's the best emo anthem of all time, My Chemical Romance, Welcome to the Black Parade, on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city to see a marching band. He said, son, when you grow up, would you be the savior of the broken, the beaten and the damned? He said, will you defeat them, your demons? Yeah. 
My Chemical Romance, welcome to the Black Parade on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. The first song that changed Caden, our resident emo kid here at Wall of Sound. The second song that changed him was Touche Amore's Just Exist. He goes on to say this song represents a lot of the thoughts and emotions he had when he first started university. He's got one more year to go and he still plays this song on an almost weekly basis. Touche Amore's Just Exist on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Touche Amore, wrapping up this week's two songs that changed me. Don't forget to get your requests in at Wall of Sound AU, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just send us a message and I'll get in touch with you. Taking a side step from emo right now, it was a big week for heavy releases. We saw two great fantastic Australian men's put out songs that we have to get on. We're going to get on the new one right now for Byron Bay's Parkway Drive. From their forthcoming yet-to-be-titled album, this is heavy as fuck and shows the progression that Parkway Drive have had over the years. The song is called called Wishing Wells and it's playing right now on Wall of Sound up against the wall. I spoke about today and asked if God had come and play. I've dug a shallow hole for him to sleep. But I swear he just won't answer me. I call on our heart is he afraid? I'll bury him down with the ones he keeps. And if the devil's listening, I'll come for him as well. Until I'm done Until I'm done Until I'm done 
Karina Utomo from High Tension and this is Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
for high tension from Melbourne on Wall of Sound up against the wall. It's called Ghost to Ghost and do not miss them when they open Download Festival in Melbourne on March 24. And if that song's anything to go by, their next album is going to be absolutely fucking aggressive. Cannot wait to hear it. But that's it for this week's episode of Wall of Sound up against the wall. If you like what you hear, don't forget to rate us too on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play as well as where you can find us. Tell us what you think and help spread the word about Wall of Sound up against the wall. If you've tuned in every week, you might know that we also entered the Australian Podcast Awards too. All the details can be found at wallofsoundau.com. Head over there, follow the prompts on what you need to do to vote for us in the popular vote category as well. It's simple, won't even take three minutes of your time, and I would appreciate it so much. Next week on the show, we're going to bring the mood up a little bit from this emo phase and get into some partying because I've got Andrew WK on the show to talk about his brand new album, You're Not Alone, and why he's always in such a party mood and doesn't get hangover like the rest of us. That's coming up next week. Until then, I'm going to leave you with some classic Andrew WK. This is We Want Fun on Wall of Sound up against the wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you next week.